What if you were born with a disease that you always knew would kill you? And then what if all of a sudden you were given a second chance? Well, that's exactly what happened to me. And it's the question that we explore on the new podcast series, Breathless from Snack Labs. Join me, Jeremy Saunders, for a series that explores what it means to live and die, to love and to lose, and what it's like to have your whole life turned upside down and the unexpected challenges that come with a life-saving drug. You can listen to Breathless now, wherever you get your podcasts. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey everybody, Bridie here, just checking in with you after another long week on the road, on the way home from my multi-month road trip. It's just me this week, and Jeremy and I will be back together next week to do your favorite part of this podcast, us shooting the shit in person. Um, I'm at home right now in Prince Edward Island, actually, so very close to the end of my trip, but needed to make a quick stopover to be with my family to uh, to say goodbye to my grandma. So I think every week you've heard from us this January, there's been January, February, oh my God, now it's March. There's been something new um, with a similar tone, but you know... I can't help but feel like when I said, hey, universe, I'm ready to work on my heart and be more loving and be better able to communicate from that like place. Ah, oh, man, oh, man, did the universe deliver. Um, but I'm super excited for a similar reason about this week's episode because this week's conversation is with a voice coach of mine, Jamie Walrab. From our trip, uh, Jeremy and my trip to Los Angeles, this was such a great conversation and a long time coming. I can honestly say that I don't think this podcast would exist without 
the work that uh, Jamie coached me through, which was um, a lot to do with a different energy center in the body, it had to do with more uh, creativity and sexuality and, and um, you know, a lot of the uh, the comfort with which uh, I speak about the subject of sex comes from that work and uh, wanting to be more deeply connected with that uh, place in myself that I really feel Jamie does an incredible job at helping people access, you know, kind of that animal in you, um, which is can be very sexy. So we'll be back next week with your regularly formatted podcast for now please ac accept this um humble and loving message uh to you all from me from prince edward island heart wide open and beaming right at you so enjoy the episode I'm, uh, I'm feeling... Jeremy's nervous. Uh, yeah, why, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I am a little bit. Yeah. You fucking threw me under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just like, let's just be... I'm nervous. Let's just put it I'm out nervous. there. I'm nervous too, okay. actually. I was like, I feel like I should do a vocal warm-up before this conversation. Oh my God. You know when you work with a coach and you're like, they're just thinking about how... I'm not doing the things that they coach me on, even though we're out of the context. Oh my God. Yeah. I, you know? See, so I, I'm nervous because I, I'm nervous because I, I always get nervous when I, when we sit down and talk to people who know their shit mm. and, and like, because I, I never feel like I do. Mm. I have, I have like a constant form of imposter syndrome happening at, at, at like every moment of every day. Um, but we were just talking about Eva, like, mm. you know, having Eva come in. If it wasn't for how hungover I was yesterday, I probably would have been shitting my pants to talk to Eva. Thank God I was feeling like such a piece of shit. Because I was, I was laying in, the, in that van being like, I don't know. I don't, you know what? I don't care. I don't mm. care about this. And then she came in and then, of course, blew my fucking Has mind. Has the most grounding presence. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like... I'll just look deep into your eyes. I was really nervous to have her because we had decided that we were going to set up our recording studio in the van that I'm traveling across the world with, essentially, mm -hmm. with my boyfriend. And I was, like, hyper aware of when she she rolled up that I was, like, ushering her into this gray, unmarked vehicle. <laughs> yeah. um, she probably loved it, actually, she knowing said, her. She did, she did get comfortable, but yeah. uh, for a minute, I was like, oh, gosh, this feels so... Um, Jamie, why don't, why don't you uh, uh, lay it out for our listeners who, who you are? Why would I be nervous to sit down and talk to someone of yourself? The, I'm still trying to figure that out <laughs> um, because like, I'm actually nervous because I'm like, oh, my God, what you guys have created is so amazing and powerful and so absolutely the medicine that like I believe the world needs and um 
And so I'm a, I've become a fan. So I'm I'm nervous. I don't know why you you'd be nervous. <laughs> Good. I, I, now I feel much more comfortable. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah truly, truly. Um, so who am I in the world? Um, I'm an acting coach. That's how it really started. Um, I've been working, you know, for for television and theater. I run a theater company, and but my modality, my way in was vocal work. Um, mm. I really struggled in acting class um, in my master's degree. And then I met this amazing voice teacher named Nancy Mayans. And then that was the key that unlocked that. I was like, oh my God, that now my voice opened up. I'm not in my head. All of this like heady acting work that I studied for years is now integrating and flowing through my body. And then I ended up teaching voice, um, at, you know, at a few acting studios in, in town. And then... I ended up meeting a Tantra teacher named Don Cartwright, and then I met John Wineland through Don, and then I got into men's work, and then I became a leadership coach, a personal development coach, and really as I'm living my purpose now of bridging the gap of um, internal work, um, you know, warrior work with artistic work. So in a nutshell, I basically help coach people that are artists to find their meaning and to help people that have their meaning and their dharma help them find and create their art cool. and bring those two things together. So I really do both. Cool. Very cool. They, I, for people who are listening, like I can sit here with Bridie and because we have gone through the, the, the you know, the whole theater school, mm. conservatory style training, acting program, you and I know, Bridie, how, how immensely powerful and like all in- encompassing the voice work can mm. be personally mm-hmm. even aside from like the the acting work but like in a in a grander sense of just like mm. of finding your true set like your authentic self or your authentic voice mm-hmm. through the work of voice work i mean irene as 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 goofy and like and and sort of flighty as she was as a teacher you know i i feel like the first like the first week of theater school, I was like, who is this lady? Mm-hmm. Like, are we actually going to get anything from her? And mm-hmm. she pulled out like who I am mm-hmm. through that work. Mm-hmm. Um, but the people who haven't gone through that, who, who don't, who, you know, who went to school for accounting or, mm. you know, have a business degree and like has, have, have no sense of performance mm. art and, and that side of things. Um, what can you say about voice work yeah. that like, can resonate or, or at least like give someone a, who's listening, who, who does not have any idea, some sort of sense of like how personally mm. powerful that practice or that work can be. I love, I love that you guys have, have done that work. Um, it's interesting as I'm bridging out this purpose, um, I'm working with so many more people that aren't actors and it's been even the transformation has been even more potent and one of the things I learned through, I always like to honor my teachers, uh, Stuart Pierce, who's become a you know, dear, dear friend and a mentor. And he was a voice teacher for Mark Rylance and the Globe Theater in London. He would always say, and he'd break down the word persona through, pers through, sonar is sound. So your personality, your hmm. persona is your vibration. Mm. So if you you really are your voice, and we say things like this all the time, we go into a room and go, oh, I, I, you know, I feel the energy in here, and people, especially in LA, 
um, I like this person's vibe. What is vibe? Vibe is their vibe vibration, right? And when you know we're, I'm working with an artist or even somebody in life with their partner or a job interview, the difference between um, in your life of like you hear so many people talking from their heads. Mm. You know, I don't know what you mean. Like I'm up here and like I was just doing this. I was in an argument with my partner mm-hmm. <laughs> way over here. And I was like, what? I'm in, you know, my voice is up here and I'm pitched and I'm in my head and I'm triggered. And then I just, I'm like, oh my God, I fucking teach this. Oh, sorry if I swear. I'll try not to uh, swear away. Swear away, yeah, swear honestly, away. It's... Um, and I was, I literally did this. I don't think she knew that I was doing this. I stopped, felt my feet, dropped my breath into my belly, put my hand on my heart, listened, and then I spoke to her from here. And it's a completely, completely different, different, yeah, yeah. different like different connection, vibe. different yeah. vibe. And and I was on a call. I was really blessed to be on a call with David Data recently through John, who's this he wrote, wrote way of the superior man and blue truth. And and he, I, he got to I got to answer uh, he got to answer a question for me. And I was like, what happens when I just had a baby? Or my my partner and I had just had a baby, and we're stressed a lot of the time. We're not sleeping, and. You know, it's hard to be sexy when, you know, we were, you're not sleeping. And he said, you know, match her breath, even when she's cooking or, or tending to mm-hmm. Jones, the name of our son. And in the room, just feel, and this is all through the breath work, all through my voice work. I would uh, watch her move, see how her body moved, her shoulder moved. And through my, my vocal work, I would, was able to just match her breath. And after about, it took about 30 minutes, but the room itself started to feel, there was more love in the room. And I was like, thank God I've had all this acting training. And this is something I'm wanting to transmit to to people. Like mm. how it's a stop, drop and roll to change the energy and the frequency of what you're communicating right now in this moment. Mm-hmm. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, like, totally. I could go on forever about yeah, this. No, so totally. Shut me up yeah. at any moment. No, and that idea of yeah. communication or the way we communicate or the way we hold ourselves or the way we present ourselves, our persona, it it if you stop and think about it for just a moment, you, you realize that it it really does tie into every moment of your day. It's it's mm-hmm. it affects the way that you interact with your barista. It affects the way that you interact with your partner. It affects the way that you interact with yourself while you're in traffic and someone cuts you off. It's it's all of the ways that we, it is the way that we live. And so when you start to like appreciate what that, you know, that those parts of your body mm. of what, you know, your, your, your breath, your belly, your, your throat, mm. the, the resonance in your face, like all those things, when you start to like have more of a sense of what they can do for you and to, to you, it, mm. it like completely can shift your, your persona, your, like who you are, you know? I, I lo- and I love what we were saying. The last thing about it is um, actors have to do it. Yeah. We yeah. Have, so we're trained to do it because we have to do it eight times a week or, you know, we have to go to this emotional place. I call us the firemen of the arts. Like we go into mm-hmm. the burning building. So we have to be open. Yeah. Something you said earlier, uh, men's work. What is, what, what is, what is men's work? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> you know, I didn't know for years. Uh, and I read a book. Uh, I did read David Data's book, um, uh, Way of the Superior Man, which changed my life. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then I read Iron John by Robert Bly. And to me, it's, and how I, how I interpret it, is that we've lost ritual. Uh, we've lost the real divine masculine and divine feminine as a society. Like it's become so fluid, which is great, which is great. But um, I see that a lot of men have been raised by um, either, they haven't been raised by their fathers most mm. more often than not. And as opposed to thousands of years ago, usually the man would be part of the tribe. They would go and they would be the farmer or the, uh, um, the hunter. And we would lose that, um, th- that council of men. Um, and I, I see that happening a lot where, um, men have like had this thing against their fathers because they have a feminine view of their father because they were more often than not raised by women. Mm. And to be able to have an intimate, uh, connected relationship to other men. Cause like <laughs> I was hearing a man recently talk about, I don't like to look another man in the eye. Right. You know, they're like, we'll go hunting together and we'll look, we'll look out, we'll be shoulder to shoulder and we'll sit in silence and not talk to mm, each other. Mm-hmm. That, um, how do men are able to feel um, connected to their emotions, to their purpose with another man. Mm. And, and I love the, the, through the work that I've done, um, the masculine, how it, it sharpens another masculine. And a, a good man in your life will probably tell you something that you don't want to hear to help you change. Mm. And when from a masculine, um, like a hetero usually side, if you're hearing something from the feminine, we hear it as complaint. And to be able to have, um, it's so interesting that like there's times when I have my group of men and I've had my partner tell me things. I'm like, oh, that's what she's been saying to me for a year. <laughs> like three guys like interface with me going, you need to get in order. I'm like, oh, right. You know, and it's it's the trustability. Um, and it's, it's sometimes it's taboo in this in this society right now. And I and I get it. But I, I think people don't really understand um, that it's it's an ancient practice it's been around for thousands of years mm. and i think that i remember i was really lost in my relationship with women i i kept on having the same partner over and over again just with a different co- color of pants or dress and what uh john said to me because if you want a good woman to trust you you first have to get men to trust you and that absolutely changed my life and that's what led me to the partner i'm with today mm. and so it's really about being, um, it's like a tribe of warriors and kings, like the, the four archetypes of king, warrior, magician, lover. And uh, yeah, I'm kind of letting you guys peer behind the curtain because it's, it's hard to talk about without it being triggering or literally polarizing. Um, but it is... Especially today. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like For sure. I feel like, it, 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 like talking about this, this kind of work... 10 years ago would wouldn't require some sort of like uh, and by the way yes uh what i mean by that is not what you are probably thinking uh you know it's so hard to go deep when you when all the like surface Mm -hmm. reaction is so loud and so noisy and so resistant and then you go but that's not what i'm saying let's just Mm -hmm. like open up for a second yeah and go deeper it's like every you you're very much so on a big like mm. masculine feminine kick on the show right now like mm. you know in our in our our foreplay conversations mm. it's it comes up almost every time but and and i notice every mm. time it comes up you've you always you 
you know what I should tell you now Not here's, about here's some feedback yeah, right. uh, you 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 do it almost too much mm-hmm. where it's like you know what dad just fucking let it go yeah mm-hmm. you know I feel like I feel like there's there the, it, there should be a little bit of it maybe a, a preamble to like just say mm-hmm. All right, by the way this is what mm-hmm. I mean by this but also if you're not on board you're not on board and just kind of go with it because yeah I found that anyway. the language really so you and Jamie you introduced me to that those those the, that polarization the masculine mm. and feminine I don't even really know how to speak about it yet mm. um, but it lit me up immediately yeah. I was like what is this <laughs> and how do I find out more yeah. essentially and and I've written down so many things you say and you've said already and um, did you did you notice that the the way of the superior man does have a preface on it now it's new yeah. yeah, I was about to just say that, like that, you know, David wrote um, in the 20th anniversary edition all about it's more masculine identified and feminine identified. Mm. And uh, and I'm actually very feminine myself. Like I, I would say I'm 30, 40 percent feminine and masculine. And what's great having a partner who we're both between. And so when I speak masculine and feminine and through my teachers, they don't mean gender. They really, really don't. Mm-hmm. And, <clears throat> excuse me, um, what they really mean is energy and consciousness. Mm-hmm. So energy and emotion is the feminine, which is, uh, you know, really just being truly in the moment. And it's the micro. And the masculine is the macro. It's the, the overarching consciousness of it. that mm-hmm. kind of holds it together. So in a partnership, there's, especially the one that I'm in, she holds a lot of masculine. And... I hold masculine as well. But when I'm in my feminine, I go, like, I'm, I hate technology. And I'll go, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> like that. Like, I'll go into my feminine and I'll know that's what I'm doing. And then she'll handle the thing and I'll be like, oh, you're so pretty when you do, you know? <laughs> like, you do the thing. And it's, and it's great. Like, and I like to drive. And so then on the road trip, mm. I'm this. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and it, it, it's, mm. and yeah, exactly. And then, and it's funny, David Data hates to drive. So it's funny when he, I t- someone told me the story. When he, his female uh, assistant, I believe, he told the story actually, and she likes to drive and he doesn't. So when he gets out of the car, wherever he's going, uh, before they go in, he dips her. So he repolarizes the dynamic back to I'm the teacher, I'm the boss. Yeah, right. But while you're driving, I'm just. Right. So when we (laughs) all can do it at any point. So that's, it's really, it's, it's in. And, and again, as an actor on stage, there's something really exciting when you're watching somebody who's in a masculine essence and who's in their feminine essence. Mm-hmm. So it's an electron, right? So there's like the middle piece, the the proton that's still, mm-hmm. and the electron that's doing mm-hmm. this. Yeah, like like, like yeah. Uh, a streetcar named Desire is like the perfect example of like the most, the most you know masculine, feminine, polarizing, mm-hmm. like that. You said that, and it just immediately that's what came to mind. You know. Yep. And then they switch. Yeah, yeah. Stop. That's, That's what it's, it's feminine. It's, yeah. And she's one. No, no, no. I'm gonna be. Mm-hmm. And she's stoic until they. Mm-hmm. S- oh, yeah. I could talk about this <laughs> all day long. <laughs> um, I'm interested in that. So earlier, when you were saying about um, being in conflict with your partner and then or matching your breath mm. to your partner, what uh, what about in in heated moments when things are escalating mm. 
uh, my my partner is reading the way of the superior man, superior man right now. So I have noticed that because we're on a multi month road trip in a very mm. small space. So as you can imagine, there are many moments where we're on each other's nerves, and mm. I have tears <laughs> that I just you know when we first started dating, I was like, just promise me for a while that you won't say anything about my tears when they come because I, as of yet, don't can't control them they come when they come Mm -hmm. and for like my childhood I was when when I would cry I would be I I would get like why are you crying use your words and nothing would come out but tears Mm. so I'm like I'm working to speak through it Mm. and the tears it looks worse than it than it feels like Mm. I'm I'm not trying to manipulate Mm. you with my tears Mm. I'm not trying to you know win the argument with my tears they're just coming but I'd Mm. also like to Mm. express my thoughts and feelings Mm. and so now since reading this book Mm -hmm. I've noticed Mm -hmm. that I'll get to the point where I'm like well let's just not do this anymore (laughs) isn't this boring aren't you tired of having this fight and if he's on the trajectory of 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 escalating with me mm. for some reason this this literally happened he goes i read about this <laughs> <laughs> is great. he done is he done the he's book? he's almost done yeah, yeah um yeah. and he's like, I, i've read about this and then he <laughs> all of a sudden dropped mm. right into yep. 100%. holding holding like the space or this can you talk about what is meant by container well, yeah, um, the feminine doesn't want anything to end, right? They're going to feel this way forever. And when I'm in my feminine, like, this isn't ever going to end. Like, you know, whether it's depression, whether it's, you know, so the container is, so can I, I don't want mean to coach you in this moment, please, but can no, I please, give a, yeah, yeah, I always, yeah. I never coach without permission ever, ever, ever. Um, I would argue that you don't need your words, that actually I, with my partner, I always say, say less, that your tears are saying everything. So it's actually less words is actually, you are intuitively doing it in our, in our world, right? Mm-hmm. By just letting the emotions be. Keep that mic just nice. Oh, oh yeah, and, yeah, nice and, keep, and keeping and, keep, and letting the emotions just be. The container is, which actually to me feels very trustable. That's why I love AA because it's like it's very structured. So I come in and I get three minutes to share my emotion, right? Not a lot of people would want to go to AA if people could talk for an hour, right? Right. So a container is, I'm holding you. I'm holding space, but it's not going to be forever. I'm holding this. I'm holding you, and there's something to be said about that emotion, knowing that it's like that lost child that neglected child inside goes oh i i there is a there is a limit i have to stop at some point it's going to run out so i would say to the the question before about in the in the close proximity is more emotion so let's say um my partner and i and she's late and i'm mad and we're in the car and i'm it's all bubbling up in me and I just, I, it's my feminine is really upset. I'll just say, will you hold on one second? Okay. 
<laughs> because it has nothing to do with her. It's because it's like historical. It's, if it's hysterical, it's historical. It's what it's triggering. You know, it's not that then it's not about her. So I take the focus off of the lateness and I move the energy through my body and I cannot hold that for very long. Mm. Mm. That emotion will run out. So that's the container. So I like put the phone down like I'm going to, we have a wiffle ball bat in our house where we'll hand it to each other when one of us are just being a cunt and, <laughs> and she'll hand it to me like you're being a cunt. I'm like, okay, you're right. And I'll go with a wiffle ball bat to our bed and I'll just go to town and come back out and go, thank you. And it's hard to see that in ourselves. It's hard to husband our own feminine is the word. But I would say as those emotions are coming, going, what would happen if you're like more? You went in even deeper into just the, the feeling of it. So LeJohn had us do something once. She was like complaining, complaining about me. And he goes, what if you came in and gave that complaint only in, in sound and body? So I wasn't paying attention to her. I was watching football or something. And she, she came in. She's like, and I went, and then I went, come to me. Like within an instant, my focus is shifting rather than the complaint. So that, that to me is, is the expansion of the masculine and the feminine that if you give yourself fully to the feminine, the, the masculine is immediately there to hold it. It's so wild. Yeah. So is this, is this just another way of, of, of expressing like, um, uh, like, uh, why, why am I drawing a blank here? Finding a physical outlet for the, for, for whatever emotion it is that you're going through. Mm. Like if that emotion is, mm. is at a, at a point where it's like becoming overwhelming, mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't, a release, just finding a release. Thousand percent. Kind of like a dog. Um, shaking its whole body for exactly. like a nervous, nervous, a, 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 a sympathetic nervous system release. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And then we we actually our men's group we go to a, the wolf connection up in Acton, and so they talk about these the wolves f- playing or f- they fighting a rah, 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 rah. and then the the trauma they they walk uh, Eckhart Tolle talks about this too the ducks, and as they walk away that they, they do this yeah they shake their body yeah, big old full shake yeah exactly yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you know, if a dog gets hit by a car, you know, and and it survives that hit, mm-hmm. you'll see what you'll see that dog do is like mm-hmm. shaking its body, Shake it like, off. like it like it's shaking water off itself, and that's yeah. its its way of going, oh, God, like just release, let it go, mm-hmm. get this energy out. To bring it back to a human example, I'm a. Um, I always thought I learned this from my dad, which is in conflict. At a certain point, I go, I need to walk away. Mm. Not only do I need to walk, but I need to move quickly Mm. because I've historically had partners that are like, no, we need to talk about this right now. And I literally, that's That's me. Historically, that's us. And I, and it triggers in me this feeling of being cornered, Mm. of being trapped, of being like scrutinized. And then that inside me becomes like, I'm going to lash, I'm I'm going to lash out. Like I, either you let me go for a walk and walk until I feel like I can come back here and give you some love because mm. right now I hate you, mm-hmm. um, or I'm going to lash out. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say something I have, I'm going to lose control and I'm mm. just going to say something to be mean because I feel threatened. Like I feel like my life is at stake in this mm. moment. 
Um, so walk, walking is a big, a that's, big a, that's actually a very masculine practice. Is it? Through, through, through our language, through the, the training that I've had that the, we call it the first stage, uh, first, second and third stage of relating. <clears throat> and if you're in the masculine, the, in your, um, the first stage, which is the less mature is that you want freedom. Like I'm in a conflict and it's like, I need space. I need to walk away. And if somebody's in their feminine, they're wanting connection. And then we get to the more healthy, like what we're doing right now, which is second stage, which is um, uh, like, like when you say this, I'm making up, I have a story yeah. that, and that's this therapeutic way, healthy way of speaking. And then there's the sacred, which is um, being able to like move through the body, being like, I'm going to say every fucking crazy shit right now. I'm going to, I don't want to fucking stab out your eyes and <laughs> like make a, an art piece in a way. And like, that's mm. the third stage, which, which is the sacred. But to know in the first stage, what you, your primary uh, fight or flight thing is, which is to connect, to come forward and mm. for you to go away and to really honor that person's first stage is really important. Right. Um, being like, oh, you're, when you're triggered, you tend to go into your masculine and you might go to your feminine mm -hmm. and go, oh, I'm realizing I'm doing that until we can come back to either a healthy or uh, a sacred place to come through. Does that make sense? Turn me on. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. 1 size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. How do people identify that percentage within themselves? Like you said, I'm 30 to 40% feminine. Have you met me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. How would the average, the average Joe or Jill, I know. you know? I know. Um, and again, I think this came from, I was really offended when um, John and my first men's group said that, you know, you're, you, you have a feminine essence. Um, and now I love it. I really celebrate that aspect mm -hmm. of me. Um, it, it ended up being the thing that sort of ran me. So it was interesting to be interface with people you trust. 
and know when one is running and one isn't. Were you were you offended because you felt emasculated? Yeah. Yeah. I remember <clears throat> growing up, um, a lot of people thought I was gay. Yeah. Um, and not and again, we're in a different time period, but you know, being in Colorado and you know, the eighties like it was, it was like there was, and how they would say it was not a very loving thing. It wasn't mm-hmm. like, you know, you might be gay and that would be amazing. It wasn't that. It was like, <laughs> yeah. bag. Like that yeah. was the, yeah. the energy that was coming my way. So yeah. it, it's in my system that my unexpressed feminine was something I had to control. Mm-hmm. And now I, I, I get to play with it and it's part of my genius now. And I think that when I've loved and honored and respected both sides of me, I can feel in my body which one is more dominant. So what I've kind of looked at the sort of the macro, the bird's eye view of my life and I go, well, do I respond mostly for, through a bigger structure and consciousness when I'm upset? Do I really want to get a, go away or do I really want to, you know, connect? Or, and I realize, wow, I'm, I'm more of the person that wants to get in there and wants to, when there's a fight, I don't walk away. Ironically, since I've done all this work, I am primarily masculine. So my partner wants to talk a lot and I'm like, I need space. Mm-hmm. And it's, 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 it's interesting depending on the dynamic, but it, it's, it's been able to just being able to do the work and, and really see how I handle my life and my situations and look at it honestly and go, oh, I'm, I really am 40% feminine and I love that about myself and I have to honor that when I feel abandoned Mm. or I feel unexpressed. Like I just had a dream about this. Like I haven't done a play in a while. I haven't been expressed in this. My muse is coming through me like wrecking shit going. It's time. I let the, I let this goddess out. I have to, or it will, it will start um, unconsciously affecting my life. And that's because I know that that's a, um, a very important and a primary part of my sort of makeup. Does that make sense? Yeah. It, it, something you just said there made me made me <clears throat> think about this. Like, like, do you do you think that um, this idea of like the parts of us that are feminine, the parts of us that are masculine, where we show up in certain areas of our life? You know, as an example of fight with a partner. Mm. Do you think that this is a, a sort of innate? Uh, um, uh, form of energy that we we take on or is it a byproduct of our environment like nature versus oh nature. yeah because sure. like i'm i'm thinking about you and i right and mm. and and oftentimes when we do end up in some sort of fight like i'm the one that's like i, I fall into my feminine where i go i want to communicate this right now we got to figure this out and and you're like i'm going for a walk like i'm getting out of here mm. but with my other partner becca mm. it's it is the complete inverse of that where I'm going, get me the fuck yes. out of here. Yes. And, and she's latching on going, no, 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 no. Like we're going to sit and we're going to, we're going to talk about this. And I'm going, no, 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 no. Like mm. I need to, I need space, which is, which I found very interesting when I started to realize, like uh, I've, I've known that, mm. that we have that difference between you and I and, and Becca and I, but I've never thought about it in this sense until right this moment where I'm going, whoa, interesting. Is that it? So is it, is it a, a byproduct of, of our surroundings or, or, or is it more innate or like what's happening there? Well, I mean, have you read, either of you guys read, um, getting the love you want by Harville Hendricks, the, the Imago work, which was just popped in as you were, mm-hmm. you were sharing that with me. 
Uh, I love that book. God, it's a fantastic book. Um, and he, he believed in his, I think he and his wife wrote the book that our partner that we call in is um, an amalgamation of our, the positive and the negative of our mother and father. Because they're primarily the age that we were when we were little. Mm. So there might be something, say, about Bridie that reminds you more of your mother. And that has more of those qualities. And there might be something more of of Becca that might be, or vice versa. Mm -hmm. And so then in one of the dynamics, um, you may be in the feminine more and another one you might be in the masculine mm-hmm. more depending on what part you're actually working through with which partner. Right. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. Huh, interesting. So the polarization <clears throat> that sort of, is that something that you found sort of naturally sorts itself out? What I'm thinking about is two partners mm-hmm. showing up just who happened both be mostly masculine or mm-hmm. mostly feminine and is there a way to activate especially if you're just one partner who's interested in this type of work mm-hmm. is there a way to I guess intentionally move towards the other pole in order to be in relationship with someone who's well I would have one question which would be what do you want mm. And I, I, it's funny, I just had this <clears throat> conversation with my partner. I just said, it's hard to lead you in the masculine way. Sorry for this cough. <clears throat> Is if you don't know what you want. So if, if you're not able to express your desire, I can like take care of you. I can pay for everything. I can lead all these things. But if you're not saying my desire is blank. I'm, Eva's so great about this is... I actually want to experience myself just being mindless and in my body and completely feminine, if that's what you desire. And then how do we create the structure around that so that's what you get to experience? But if we don't know what we want, we're just kind of testing it out. It's 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 a little bit harder. It's more of an exploration process than actual request. Hmm. It's really difficult. Um, I find one of the hardest things is 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 knowing mm. what I want as a, you know, and I and I'm saying I, but I I know that a lot of my female friends have mm. we've talked about the same thing, mm-hmm. and it's a difficult time because just and I'd like to t- touch on this about the mm. the for the men as well, but it's a difficult time to to go. Mm. There's what I'm supposed to want. Mm. And there's what society is telling me that I deserve. Like I'm a, I'm a woman and I deserve to like have the same opportunities as men. And I deserve to be the CEO of this thing. And I deserve to have my accomplishments like recognized in this very like, yes, this way. Uh But what if I, I love that you said, just be mindless in my, in, in, and in my body. I feel like some people will hear that in the wrong way, but like I w- surrender is a word I hear a lot in this work. I want, I don't want to have to make all the decisions. Have you guys seen Fleabag? Have you seen that mo- that show yet? Uh, yeah. I love it. And it's one of my favorite shows. What is it? Remind me? Fleabag. Fleabag uh, Phoebe, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. 
with the priest, the hot priest is one of my favorite actors, Andrew Watch Scott. It, you'll love it. Yeah. You'll love it. What network? And, uh, Amazon. Oh, cool. B- oh, BBC right. Amazon. Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay. But there's this amazing scene um, in a confession booth, and she is she's in love with the priest, and the priest is in love with her, but obviously God's in between. But there's a scene in it, and here's this brilliant woman, especially the, the writer, uh, not just the character, and she's in this confessional, and she's like, tell me what to think, tell me what to to do, I, I tell me how to live my life, Father, is what she says. And you're, it's like this post-feminine movement of, I also just want to be taken care of, I just want... And that's okay too. That doesn't mean you're not a powerful CEO, badass person. My feminine wants to be taken care of. And the, the, what the great masculine myth is, I'll work hard and then I'll be free, right? And there's times where I'm just like, I don't want to. I just want to. Somebody just take care of me. Why can't I just inherit this? And it's like, I, it's embarrassing to say. It's embarrassing to say that I, I, I have a princess inside of me, you know, mm-hmm. and. But the more that I um, embrace that side and can express that side and what she wants, the more free it is inside. I think that there's, we should all over ourselves. Like I'm a powerful woman or I'm a powerful man and I should not be able to ask for help. Mm. And I know for me, I'm asking for help more than I've ever asked in my life because I deserve it because you deserve it because you deserve it and we um and being able to go i'm not that good at this so show me help me is such an act of courage yeah and that doesn't mean you're not amazing at the other thing you're doing the last uh, something interesting about it it's reminding me i did um i helped a friend produce marion williamson's aphrodite course this is interesting the majority of the women that were at this course were ceos were badass people in industry. And from what I gathered when I was there for two days, they were unhappy in their relationship. But wait a minute, I'm Hera, I'm the goddess or Athena out in the world, but when I come home, I'm still wearing my armor. Mm. And the workshop was all about how do I reclaim my Aphrodite when I'm a politician or a lawyer, I work at the high law firm, how do I still be in touch with my juiciness? And she talked about that space in between for male or female. Um, when I get home from working at like the high, you know, power job, how do I get back into my body? And she would talk about communicating with your partner to have a bath ready and candles and music. So you had a half an hour before you had to deal with your kids to just be in your goddess. Mm. And I'm like, that's brilliant. And I give Marianne so much credit for that because it's like you can get all of those things and be all those things. And then if that's all that you have, there's something for some way, some people that can be very empty in that and mm. just accomplishment. Mm. Yeah. So, How does this work tra- um, translate over to to the bedroom, to sex? You know, because I like clearly there is there is there there has to be a lot of uh, crossover here in, and you know we I know that we've noticed through conversations that we had on this podcast uh, you know especially when we we dive into things like kink mm. like there's oh yeah there's you know dominance and, and submissiveness and and all those things daddy dom <clears throat> little girl relationships that's a big that one is, that's yeah, a big one yeah mm-hmm. um, 
Uh, how does this work? Does this ever come up in your in your work with clients or um, especially in acting? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent in acting because especially uh, there's a big thing now in, in acting. There's um, like intimacy coaches that like they're yeah. changing the way that they're doing the dynamic of you know whether HBO or whatever that they're so people feel safe because safe is sexy like that's mm-hmm. um, and I think that well well I'm answering two questions here how is that. I just think being able to ask powerfully for what you want and in both sides and letting that be clear and be, and so in my partnership, uh, I'll share vulnerably that I'm primarily, um, dominant masculine in our intimacy. And sometimes I just can't be fucking bothered. <laughs> like, I don't want to grab your hair. I don't mm-hmm. want to spank. I just, I'm tired. <laughs> like, and you know, and then I can request that. And there, there's things that I can say on my level of energy of being able to say something like, you know, babe, I'm I'm a four today. I'm not a 10. I'm not a nine. I'm a four. You know, if you want to take a feather and just, and I'm just going to lie here. <laughs> and and not, not that be chronic and the same over time. Um, but the self-awareness of what we desire. And again, asking for what we want. Um immediately polarizes us like i want you to oh my god she has a lot of she has i feel like i feel bad saying the things that she says to me but she wouldn't care she has a lot of jealousy with me and um especially as a coach that she's like i I, you give so much of yourself and you're so amazing with your client but you're not as amazing Mm. with me and you know to then have that kind of uh than dynamic of to bring that to the bedroom, to know what that flavor is that she wants, that mm-hmm. she yearns for, and then being able to pick up those clues and then bring them to the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Like her love language is attention. So maybe then in the bedroom, you know, just presencing her, be like, all right, just sit here and let's, I'll just breathe you and I'll just make eye contact and see you. And maybe that's all that, that she needs in that moment. But you'll, we, we get clues of what our partner is yearning for. It's just that we don't listen to yeah, it. Yeah, right, right. And then bringing that into the partner. Like, all right, here, here's a massage for you. Because now you want to be, a, I, could, I know you just want to be Cleopatra today. And I'm going to feed you grapes. Like, uh. you know, like, oh, like here's your day off. <laughs> and massage your feet. And like, like listen to where your partners kinked and where you're yearning and or they're yearning and and see if you can give your love as a gift to the place that could open them of where there's there's uh they're undernourished Mm -hmm. yeah are there like gateway practices Mm. that the average person you know who's not going to go spend a bunch of years in theater school might not be super um like might might not be super ready to join into mm. a, an acting class or a voice class, but or or, or a polarity class or like a men or women's group, right? And like, speci- that, yeah. like where we're from, that stuff's not common. You mm. know, it's easy to or easy to find. I know, and luckily, you know, we've got a lot of online stuff. Mm. But like a really a- accessible foundation or starting point for the average person. You talked about Kundalini. Mm. Oh yeah, which I, I wouldn't necessarily describe as like the average newcomer would walk in and be like, mm-hmm. this resonates with me. Yeah, I, I guess 
I would find teachers online that mm-hmm. that you can um, the good the real good ones um, and and watch like John Wineland's uh, his Instagram mm-hmm. and or David Data like they have or YouTube like li- listen and and learn because I think what's interesting and I have to remember this is that I've been studying this for six years now and it just seems like oh yeah. But just like what anyone else is good at, whether it's, I, I don't know how to speak Chinese and someone's like trying to speak Chinese to me. And I'm like, oh, I, I actually, it is an art just mm-hmm. like anything else. Um, and I would go to the good teachers and just listen to um, a lecture and it shouldn't, doesn't have to cost any money, but I, I honestly, I would listen that that's the practice that everyone can really begin right away is are you already thinking about what you're going to say to your partner or are you really listening and allowing just some space that's an amazing first practice um is presencing so what i would do with with clients especially in acting it'd be something like uh, can i use you as an example <sighs> so brighty i am aware of I would just bring myself into my senses, your pattern of your pants. And then you would say, you are aware of the pattern on my pants. And then there's a breath. And then you say, Jamie, whatever. I'm aware of the blueness of your eyes. Mm. I receive. You are aware of the blueness in my eyes. I use you too. um, Jeremy, I'm aware of this movie I want to see on your sweatshirt. I'm aware of this movie that you would like to see that is on my sweatshirt. You are aware. I am aware. No, you are. Like, you, you are you, aware. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, are yeah, aware. Yeah, I'm aware. Of the movie that you would like to see on my sweatshirt. Right. Jamie, I am aware. Hmm. I'm aware of the cuff of your jeans and the way that it interacts with your boots you are aware of the cuff of my jeans and how it interacts with my boot did you feel what just happened in the room where i'm just repeating and listening it's a whole energy in the room Mm -hmm. shifted right Mm -hmm. i'm just listening repeating and then it can go deeper to i'm aware that i'm feeling excited and nervous yeah, David, David did it said, um, if we have to explain how we feel in more than two sentences, we're in our story, mm. right? So just being able to sh- like kind of shut the fuck up mm-hmm. and just dialogue about what's happening now mm-hmm. and just see what changes in your life, in your, in your interaction with your partner. Yeah, because it gets so easy. It's so easy to get caught up in the speed Mm. that, like, like that, that, that current, like that very fast, very turbulent current of the river of your consciousness when you are in 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 the midst Mm. of a, you know, whether it's a a disagreement or or even any sort of like conversation Mm. where you're you're up in your head and Mm -hmm. you're you're just you're swept up in that and again that idea of like thinking about what it is you're going to say Mm. before you say it rather than just 
actually listening to what's going on. How about, yeah, I would just, I would, I would offer, how about feeling what we're going to say? It's, it's amazing how often my clients say, think, I think, I think, I think I head, head, Mm -hmm. head. And amazing what happens when I just begin to say, I feel, and immediately my hand wants to come to my belly or my heart. And the, even just maybe as the, the guests on the, sh- the show, even hearing this, what's the difference in me saying, you know, I, I think this and I feel this. Mm-hmm. It just has a deeper resonance. And all of a sudden we start, li- we start listening to each other because you can't fight with that no yeah yeah right no yeah yeah i'm feeling this okay yeah, <laughs> that's what yeah. i'm feeling that's it yeah and, and i and i and that and that to me is just ele- and this is what i hope that my work as the artist and, and as the as the coach is it's elemental and, and again to go back to your question about the men's work and women's work which is so important is that it's elemental it's really like this. The, I feel like the teachings that I'm getting there are have been around for thousands of years. It's not post Freud, mm. that which is all head, right? Jung is much more, is more of a Jungian. It's much more dream. It's much more experiential and somatic. Um, and I, there's there's just something that uh, Stuart Pierce said. So I hate watching the news. If we speak from the head, it doesn't go past the ears. But if we speak from the heart, it enters the heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, like <laughs> yeah. that, that. I mean, yeah. it's, it's simple. And everything yeah. brilliant, everything brilliant that is that I've received in my life has always been really simple. The best food has four ingredients. It's not some cacophony of crap. Like, it's really simple. And why I love what acting school did for me as a as in my body, and why I pursued it more in my um, embodiment practices years later, was I wanted it to be simple. I wanted the teachings to be rinse and repeat. It's like then you do it simply over and over again, then you can master something really complicated. Mm-hmm. And why don't we do that in how we relate to each other? It's a question I have. Can you describe what you mean by embodiment? Because I hear it all the time. Ah, I have a definition that is mine and that I've I've, mm-hmm. I've used that's mine. Um, great. So we did that beautiful um, exchange. Mm-hmm. So immediately, what happened for me was I've started to feel your mind. I felt your body. I could feel your emotions. I could feel your the way that you were breathing. I started to sense your energy, and then. On some sense, there was a there was a spiritual line coming through, and embodiment to me are those five bodies in alignment at one moment. Because how often have we been? I know I'm here physically, but my mind's over here, mm-hmm. right? Well, I'm here physically, my mind's here, but my emotions are shut down. Uh, embodiment to me is the practice of those five bodies, like dancing and working together. Like I'm here emotionally with you guys I'm here mentally with you guys I'm I was nervous my breathing starting to settle down so my energy is evening out Mm. Um, I'm reminded that I'm connected to my my higher power my God and it is an ever fluid practice but if one of those bodies are off we can feel it and to me that's the art being like oh my body shut down 
I haven't done my breath practice today. I haven't warmed up today. I'm jittery on coffee. <sighs> now I need to bring my physical body to my energetic body. Mm -hmm. And any great embodiment teacher would be teaching that in some capacity. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. That's my What definition. does your day look like? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm such a charlatan sometimes, you know? Like, I, I think I'm going to go home and watch the, the football playoffs and be on the couch with a pizza. Um, so it's, it's important for me that I, I keep very real in the 3D world. So, um, again, it is embodiment. Like, I, I'm very much in the 12-step program. So I make sure that I'm really here. I'm not too high. I'm not too low. Um, I do my Kundalini practice. I take care of my son. I have my acting class. I have my theater company. Um, so it needs very good masculine structure, which means it's all in a calendar. I work out at this time. I um, I have my one free day here. I have these days with my son. And if 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 I lose that structure, I'm a mess. Mm. So every day is different, but it's more like my 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 life is more like what does it look like over a month mm. is really a better yeah. way to talk about it. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, I love that because you said ritual earlier, and mm. that has been a word that has been haunting me in the best possible way mm. for the last few months. And yeah, especially on the road. On the road, oh, I mean, I've, see, I've seen yeah. it. You've been talking about it, you know, in your in your in your online presence and and mm. and hearing about you know your and Todd's like finding your rituals as you guys are now living in this very small but mobile little home, you know? Mm. Practices that help keep me feeling mm. grounded, yeah. safe, secure, even though everything's changing mm. every day. Um, I'm spending a lot of the time alone with one other person, which mm. ends up having an influence. And I'd I'd like to still... I'd like to not lose myself mm. in this uh, companionship as we travel so closely mm -hmm. together. Um, but could you speak about the difference between mm. ritual and habit? Consciousness. Mm. So bringing awareness, mm -hmm. presence. Ritual is usually hard. Habit is easy. Mm. Like a ritual is okay. I have to be embodied when I'm doing this thing. I'm consciously doing my morning ritual of my breath practice, my body practice. Habit is I'm checking out all of a sudden I've had 11 Pringles and then they turn into yeah. <laughs> 1100. Yeah. You know, that's habit, right? Mm -hmm. And so there's something I wanted to share that really got me very excited. Um, Madeline Moon and I teach a workshop in New York and we're going to do another one I believe in June and I call it uh, Stanislavski you know as actors he calls it the three circles of concentration I, I call it the three circles of energy and the structure of the weekend is the first day is all about self like you connect to self it's like even though you have your seeing partner you're not even with them it's all about I need I'm mine before I'm anyone else's I'm mine before I'm anyone else's so it's all about it, this solo practice then we introduce the second person, the second circle, which is connection. Then third circle, which is God, universe. If in acting, it's the camera or the audience. But we don't go to third unless first is really strong. So what it just feels like what you're sh sharing is ritual really connects you 
to first circle and, and self and that like if you're not connected to self and you're overly in second circle you you lose your identity does that make sense a hundred percent so we and that's an, it's to me it's very important for me to be it's why i go to 12 steps why i'm like I, that i have to be humbled and be me first and put the what they say in Alan on they say when the plane goes down you put the mask on your mouth first before mm. the kid why because you're if, no good because if, if we're freaking out we can't actually do the thing so it's super important whoever I work with is that uh, f- solo practice and really filling your own cup is important it's so important because then your cup runneth over and then it's like we just give you know, mm-hmm. unconditionally. Mm-hmm. But if we're depleted, it's actually selfish to give when we're de- depleted, in my view. So ritual is a way to, you know, tap that vein of energy to fill yourself. And this is, you guys ever seen the tarot deck? Mm-hmm. Do you know who the lovers are looking at? About to blow your mind. Themselves? <laughs> God. Okay. Ah. They're holding hands. Go look. Google mm-hmm. it. Okay. Google it. They're holding hands, but they're looking up. Mm. So there's the divine is their intention. And this is just this, you know, temporary manifestation, which is this connection. Mm. But this is is their focus. Which mm. I, yeah, right. When somebody showed that to me and I and I, I can't find one where they're they're doing this. Mm-hmm. Huh. Cool. So that's something like on your trip. It's like, ah, me first. And then just feel like how and more intuitive, how much we more we listen, how much more connected we are when we have a full tank. And again, this can't happen all the time, but as a, as a principle, um, I have to practice that or I hate even the person I love the most, if I'm depleted, I'm like, fucking bitch. <laughs> like, yeah. and I'm like, mm-hmm. who is this person? Oh, I'm tired, hungryingly lonely, tired. Yeah. It's the cliche of like, you yeah. can't love others until you truly love yourself. You know, the, like you need to, you, you, of course you need to feel that before you can, mm. you can give it. So ritual might be as we're, I'm discovering this now as we're talking, like ritual is the act of, of your love affair with, mother earth god and yourself that's mm. ritual mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's like and then there's there's other rituals that we can have as as partnerships but sometimes our old rituals i was just reading about this thanksgiving or these old rituals that don't resonate anymore that we habitually do mm-hmm. right yeah, right yeah so right yeah thank you yeah this is this has been Oh my god! It feels great. like five minutes. How I long know, have I yeah. been here? It's, we're, we, we hit an hour. Um, oh my what? god! Yeah, crazy. Yeah, like just flying, flying through. You guys um, fascinate me. I, I, I'm so I love listening to like I, the, the dynamic that you guys have with your partners and just how just beautifully you 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 communicate with each other and how you're just you know really giving voice to a new paradigm, a new way of of loving. That's. Um, it just really excites me. And like what you guys are doing, you just, um, yeah, it's sometimes we have to have hear praise from others to mm-hmm. actually feel it in ourselves. Cause what you said first about mm-hmm. the imposter syndrome, it's like you're doing it like mm-hmm. what you've created and knowing brighties, as long as I have like what you've made from your life and what you've made art out of your life. 
Mm. from your, your the films you've done the theater that you've done to what you've created with this podcast it's like you're you're giving your gift to the world mm. in um such an open way um so it's funny that sometimes this is for me that my kind of genius of how i work my job like i need to sometimes bring that structure in to my partnership mm. Right. <laughs> like yeah. what I wish I worked that hard on like the like the way I I can kind of unconsciously take it my partner for granted that I would never take my client or my work for granted. Yeah. So there's there's something that you guys are doing here that's um unprecedented. So I just wanted mm. to say well, thank you. That really that means amazing. a lot. I, I and I'm glad you said that because we were driving over here as we were driving over here today. I was looking at the window like I must have been looking at the the hills, the Hollywood Hills, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, some sort of beautiful mountainous mm. sort of like looking place. And I was just in my head. I was like, I I love us. Mm. I love you and I. Like <laughs> not I love me, but like I love <laughs> I love that we're doing this. And it's like, yeah. Well, to bring it around full <laughs> circle, yeah. I would love to let our listeners know but also you Jamie that Mm. um this podcast started uh very much because Jeremy and I for years we had been talking about opening our relationship Mm. and um we talked about it you know once a year or twice a year probably for the first five years of our relationship and then right before um we started this podcast I got my first professional acting gig and I went moved to a different province for four or five months dove into um the theater and uh called you at one point and was oh, like I remember I can't access anything like mm. I just feel like a talking head um and we we you did a coaching session with me over the phone and mm. it was all we were talking like second chakra stuff oh my god that's right and that's the summer that we decided that we would open our relationship. And it, it was a whole, I felt like it was a Pandora's box a little bit. Like as soon as that opened, there was all of this energy coming through me and it, it led me down some dark Sorry, paths. not sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and then as a result, we started this podcast because mm. we had opened our relationship and everybody had questions and we were like, well, let's mm. talk about it. Let's record conversations. So you're part of that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and this work has been, has transformed my life so much that, mm. um, you know, when I found you here in LA, uh, I, I had, um, dove headfirst into the yoga world mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the yoga career mm. and uh, I think I remember after like one class with you I was like I think I would like you to be my mentor and you were like let's rem- go for coffee and <laughs> talk about that day. <laughs> what you want and so and yeah so that through Amy much. Britt right I mean, yeah. through Amy yeah I was yeah. wondering who it was yeah. yeah I was like was it Stacy or oh but, yeah yeah cool and so yeah so all of all of that and you and and mm. that work is a thread through this mm. Thank you. How fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> Full circle. I mean, that's great. And what I, what I love that you guys are doing is, you know, like we're going to fuck up, you know, like I've fucked up plenty of times. Like I'm doing this thing. I'm triggered a ton of people and people have triggered me. And it's like it's the old paradigm. Yeah, I think it's working for some people. I really do. And, but I think it's not working for a lot of people. 
and they don't feel safe to maybe open up a relationship or um, come out of a closet or explore something or a, a monogamish, which is a mm-hmm. word I've heard. Yeah. And, and these are things that I'm like, so it's been interesting that my partner and I were in a monogamous relationship and we've talked about opening our relationship. But what's been the sexiest thing is for us right now in the container that we're in is to just in talk about polarity is to talk about like threesome and talk about those things during sex mm-hmm. and not and Eva and I were having this conversation where we can bring that energy in and have it not be as like taboo where you're like, so thank God for this. So then even though I'm not in an open relationship that even just using it as a fantasy mm-hmm. in this is back to your bedroom question, um, is actually a very safe container to then f- having some of my needs met in the bedroom and for a way that she can feel safe. Mm. But because of things that you guys are doing and having language to it, um, we get to figure out what works for us. And that's, and that's what you guys are doing. And, mm. and that doesn't mean everyone out there needs to have an open relationship or do all these explorations, but to know that you can, and that is, um, and that that's a safe thing to do, and it's actually natural. And I'm literally watching Sex Education on Netflix right now. Right, Sex Explained, Sex, oh, sex Education, the, the show, the, the yeah. show, which I love. And I'm like, God, I just wish we were able to talk about this um, safely and know what works for us. Yeah. So you guys are you're in what like a million views or listens already. Like, mm-hmm. this is you're the pioneers. So I, I really bow to you guys. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well. Thank you for mm-hmm. being a part of it and mm-hmm. for taking time out of your day today to come hang out with us. Awesome. Um, it means means the world to us. Um, yeah. And if anyone, yeah, if I want to put out to, if anyone ever wants to talk to me about it, I'm very open. Anyone wants to email me or Yeah. Connect? How can people, oh. how can people reach out? What's your, like, where can people find you in your work? Uh, um, yeah. I've just, it's jamiewolrab.com and that's J-A-M-I-E-W-O-L-L-R-A-B. Dot com um, and I do like Madeline and I are teaching a workshop in New York I teach a virtual voice course um, which will be coming around in like February March um, and then just Instagram is at Wallrab and um, yeah but I'd, I'd love that I would love to continue to mm-hmm. like if anyone has questions for me um, I'm completely open amazing yeah. sweet well again thank you so much for today this has really really been something awesome all right and thank you. Uh, thank you all so much for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, again, it's going to be hard to top this, uh, but while you wait for another week for another episode, uh, it, why not head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and a review and hit the subscribe button and tell everyone you know to do the same thing. And uh, if you want to support the podcast further, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash turn me on. There's lots of goodies over there. Bridie reading erotic poetry, reading <laughs> her salacious diary from when she was a, a, a young tot. Uh, so uh, head to patreon.com slash termion for, for that. You can reach out to us at termionpodcast at gmail.com or through our website, termionpodcast.com if you have a question, a comment, or you want to be the best on the show. That is it for this week. Until next week.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.